0: Last Word is a lifestyle brand focused on all things anti-human trafficking. According to the International Labor Organization, over 260 million children are forced into employment around the world, making textiles and garments for the demands of fashion trends we see all on social media. This will often come at the price of a child being forced into labor trafficking. Our ambition at Last Word is to reduce the exposure of those who are trafficked around the world, starting with the garment industry. Last Word offers consumers a refreshed look at recycled, repurposed, and reloved fashion trends. It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that fashion has a way of circling back around, and not always in the best way. Last Word takes all those unwanted and undesired garments, giving them a little TLC or repurpose to create a divine collection you will feel confident, amazing, and inspired in when wearing. Follow Last Word on Instagram at lastword underscore by SL, And visit us online at lastwordbysl.com to get your latest fashion trends everyone will be sure
1: to ask you about. Human trafficking true crime covers the exploitation of men, women, and children across the world. Subject matter may not always be suitable for children or those dealing with mental health issues. Listener discretion is advised. If you or someone you know has been trafficked, please contact the human trafficking hotline by texting HELP, H E L P to 233733. Quis custodiet ipsos custodes, Latin for who will guard the guards themselves. Something we should all be asking regarding those who are tasked with protecting us and our most vulnerable assets, children. Quis custodiat ipsos costados is a question many have regarding the operations and methods of a task force out of Australia designed to take down online child predators, but finds itself infiltrating the dark web forms where they themselves run sites and share exploitation content. Is there a method to the madness, or is it just further exploitation of children? only this time at the hands of those who should be protecting them. Tonight, we give the survivors of Task Force Argos the last word. Welcome on. Welcome all. We are back with another episode of Human Trafficking True Crime. I'm Shannon LeBrie, and with me, as always, is my beautiful co host, Megan. Hello. Hello. I just have to say, though, that your Latin was pretty on point. Thank you. I practiced so hard at that. (laughs) i mean i know i did not know that
0: five minutes before that i heard you right to sing
1: no i'm just kidding you should have heard what it was earlier today i was like um i need to find a youtube video for this real quick hey kudos to you though that was pretty good you know i thought so i thought so (laughs) how is it going though aside from that megan what's up how's life What crazy news stories do you have?
0: Life's pretty good. The only crazy news story I had is that I recently, uh, followed my hometown Facebook
1: page. (laughs) Flower Mound? No, Louisville. You've never followed the Facebook page for Louisville? Please tell me what exciting, fun things you found. Well, I found this one article that my
0: mother sent me. Thanks, Mom. Um... Is this the one she also sent me? Well, no. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This one's the one that actually has actual backing to it from the the Denton County Sheriff's Office. Oh, yes. Yeah. So they did an operation and caught some prostitution ring people.
1: I think it was like 17 suspects that Mm -hmm. they have in custody now. Yeah. For felony charges. Take those mother effers down. Yeah. Your mom sent me something the other day and I think we had talked earlier. She also sent it to you, but... I mean, we could talk about it, but we don't really know. It's it was you. Know, it's, it okay. was a Facebook we all post. Have, yes, we all have those community pages within the Facebook world, where everyone just like goes all Karen and and Ken on people. But yeah, someone had posted that they had found some immigrants here. No, locally. they found
0: a a woman who was telling this lady via Google Translate. That I sent my two young daughters via Coyote Mm -hmm. across the border.
1: And she can't locate them. And she
0: cannot locate them and she doesn't know where they're at. But the last known location that they were supposed to be at was in Louisville.
1: That's wild. I mean, we are right, right off 35, which is a major thoroughfare for thoroughfare thorough thoroughfare thoroughfare thank you for human trafficking especially because you I mean 35 literally goes from Mexico almost I think damn near if not to Canada mm-hmm. um and yeah. then I mean you can get anywhere on that road and cross intersect you know west to east right. at that point and nothing
0: I don't I didn't I read the comments and nothing really came from it like it was just this woman that was looking for her children which is really sad but also, she entrusted a coyote, which we have talked about mm-hmm. on the show. Yes, and they're young teenage girls, it's, apparently, according to the Facebook yes post. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my my news story. It's pretty local. It's pretty. To it's the sad. Time. It's so
1: incredibly sad. But also, like I hear these stories so often, and you have to stop and think for a second. I grew up me personally i grew up in america i grew up in blue collar working class did we have it all no but was i provided for absolutely Mm -hmm. so i can't imagine how bad it actually has to be for you as a parent as an individual to decide that giving your children to some random stranger aka a coyote because it's so dire and bad where you are that that is the best option you have to provide for your children. Like that is horrible. And I understand where they're coming from on that. They
0: preach the American dream. Yeah. But, but you're
1: entrusting people. You are being so vulnerable. You don't know who they are from Adam. They are probably sick, twisted individuals.
0: Exactly, but at the same time, do they have access to cable or internet or anything like that when they send these their daughters into someone else's hands, and then all they have to go on is the American dream.
1: Yeah, and and this is our situation is so bad that's the better of the options. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. It is. It's very sad, and hopefully,
0: those young women are located. Um, I will try to update and see if I find anything on the local Facebook page.
1: And we can share it on our pages yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. We'll see. For absolutely for sure. So tonight we're going to get into some more Latin with the Quis custodiat Epsos Costados. I screwed that one up that time, yeah, didn't I? Yeah. Did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quis Custodiat Epsos Costados. Custodes. Custodes. So no. yeah. I clearly did not study Latin. I went to an American public school. So that is some <laughs> YouTube, try, try. Google yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. right there. But what that means is who will guard the guards themselves? So quis custodio epsos costados is who will guard the guards themselves? And to me personally, that is such a profound statement and reflective of what we are living in in today's world. We see government leaders of all kinds across the world who are corrupt on both sides. They are to guard us, but who is guarding them? And this is something I found myself asking a lot when researching this case. Task Force Argos is designed to protect children from online exploitation And their job is to take down the perps who share this content of child rape and torture. So how on earth does a police sanctioned task force that is designed to stop the further exposure of content being shared on the Internet start sharing those very same images on sites that they have now infiltrated and are running? Is this a violation of human rights? Are the ideas behind why Task Force Argos does this justified? So let's break down these facts and let the listeners and you and me, Megan, decide if what they're doing is right or wrong. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. So here are the facts as we know it. Task Force Argos is a branch of the Queenlands Police Service. They are located in Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane. I feel bad because we have some listeners in this area, so I apologize. We also don't have the accent, so we also apologize for that. Well, I mean, you're already like 10 times hotter when you have an accent. (laughs) Brisbane. Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but they are from Brisbane. Brisbane. Ban, however you would like to say it, they're in Australia. Give it to us phonetically, and we will do better next time. Yes, we are learning, people. But they are their job is to investigate online child exploitation and abuse. The name Argos is from the Greek mythology, and Argos Panapotis. I'm probably totally butchering that That as well. That sounds good. We'll go with it. So, Argos was a giant with many eyes who served as a guard for the queens of the god, Hera. It is believed that Argos had over a hundred eyes that never closed all at once, making Argos vigilant, always aware. And honestly, I mean, that seems quite fitting for a task force that is designed to take down child exploitation. So, I can, I'm behind the name.
0: I am too. That's a pretty good one.
1: I'm behind it. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. I like I like their, their idea of it.
0: I also kind of like that it's not an acronym for like Police Task Force of
1: Australian Intelligence. I'm or so something over like the that. acronyms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I like that they came up with Argos. Yes. And I like the originality behind it. Like Argos is whole mantra was to always be aware, always be a vigilant, always be protecting the God Hera. And when you're factoring in child exploitation content, like Argos seems fitting. Task Force Argos was created in 1997, originally to investigate institutional child abuse allegations arising from the Ford Inquiry which discovered 159 institutions who had conducted various forms of child abuse from 1911 to 1999. Task force Argos made 42 recommendations relating to contemporary child protection practices, youth justice and redress of past abuse. The inquiry resulted in reconciliation initiatives, including apologies commemorative memorials events establishments of the delivery of the queensland's government redress scheme establishment of the ford foundation trust fund and the establishment of the community-based support services so overall i mean they start this initiative to address Shit we've been hearing about all over the world. Canada has a lot of it. The United States does. Especially in the early
0: 90s, too. So this was just based on child abuse, though.
1: Originally, from 1911 to 1999, it was all about the institutional abuses that we see a lot with indigenous tribes. We've seen it a lot Mm -hmm. in Canada. The U.S. has it. Australia did as well. So that is what Task Force Argos was originally created for. Now, after all of, excuse me, after all of this, their fight really just starts because the rise of the web in the late... www.com, the dot-com bust, which is what it was referred to in the late 90s and early 2000s, blew up and only provided additional avenues for perpetrators to share and receive child exploitation content from other sick, twisted individuals around the world, right? Exactly. So Task Force Argo switch, like, switches, they pivot, if you will. Yeah, which is pretty progressive, honestly. But I thought so, too, in the early... Yeah, they're like, we're already going to focus on the internet. We already know the internet's coming. It ain't going away. We already know it. Let's you gotta go. Get, yes, I, I thought the same thing. I was very impressed with their aggressiveness with this ain't going away. This is the way of life now. Like let's start tackling it now. So Mm -hmm. I will give them kudos for that. Now, March of 2002, Argos began an undercover operation against an individual. They had discovered in a chat room who was looking for underage, underage girls to have sexual relations with. So, they're now Mm. like doing the dale hansen to catch a predator right they're online posing as 14 year old girls asking to meet the offender who's in brisbane he wants to photograph this minor that he believes is a minor and potentially have sex with her
0: yeah okay
1: Mm -hmm. exactly exactly During the online conversations, the offender claimed to have over 60,000 images of child exploitation.
0: He's also talking to a 14-year-old girl, allegedly, what he believes is a 14-year-old girl.
1: Unbeknownst to this dude, it's actually Task Force Argos. Argos was then able to identify the offender. A search warrant was conducted of his computer where they identified contact offenses involving multiple children, one being a 12 year old who had befriended mm. this pedophile on the internet. And another was a poor baby who was five years old. And this child was made available to this predator by their own father, oh. who the predator met on an online oh platform. Oh, my God. And fair warning, we will hear quite a bit of that happening later on in this episode of how, like, there's another case where someone does a similar, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like,
0: oh my god. I,
1: I, I just got, like, chills. So this child, like I said, was made available on the internet by their, fa- by their father, and then in 2004, a website with illicit child exploitation content, which was located in Belarus, was taken down by an international task force involving the Australian Federal Police, the Australian High Tech Crimes Center, and the Task Force Argos under the code name Operation Oxen. The operation saw the arrest of 154 Australians, including 57 who were located in Queensland alone. (laughs) That's a lot of people. That's
0: a lot of people.
1: That's a lot of people. To be, you're connected with an online platform that is sharing exploitation content that we will get into how some of these sites operate more, but... That's a lot of people. It's a lot of individuals. Mm -hmm. Task Force Argos officers were able to identify seven children located in Brisbane from this child exploitation material. And they were able to rescue them from further harm, which is amazing. In 2006, another international operation codenamed Achilles was started. Task Force Argos formed an alliance with the FBI, dun dun dun, <laughs> in what they have described as a lengthy covert operation that smashed and sophist- smashed a sophisticated international network of online offenders responsible for distributing and creating on-demand graphic child exploitation content. So, Operation Achilles began in January of 2006, and it closed in February of 2008 with the execution of warrants and arrests around the world, in Australia, the United States, Germany, and the United Kingdom, just to name a few. Task Force Argos even partnered with Microsoft to develop the Australian National Victims Image Library which is aimed at reducing investigators exposures to child exploitation material and improve opportunities to identify children who are at risk. Microsoft donated all of this technical development expertise to build this capability, and it, I believe it's still in use, use today. So that's, I thought, was, kudos to microsoft like yeah you know we rag (laughs) on the big dogs a lot but sometimes they do do good they donated their time and talent it sounds like don't quote me on that but it sounds like from the articles i've read they've donated all of this material to help create this and let's be real like these individuals that are tasked with investigating this content like you got me fucked up i don't want that as a job
0: no you could not pay me enough my mental i mean they must have to have at least mandatory six months of sabbatical
1: and just Therapy on call on staff. I hope they have therapy on call. What they're paid, I have no idea, but I will tell you right now, regardless of what they're paid, they should get a pay raise because if you're having to look at child exploitation content, children, every day, your job, every day, Monday morning, got to go in and log into a pedo site and watch a bunch of five-year-olds getting raped like i i am not okay to do that it is hard enough for me to fucking write these scripts sometimes let alone watch that shit hell no so whoever these people are i don't know what they're getting paid but you need a vacation you need a pay raise like they need some type of incentive because that's that's a fucking hard job this dark web subscription-based site has been described as a vast, highly organized form, a site whose name is still suppressed under court order. John Rouse, who later has said, quote, when we arrested him, we took over his account. At that stage, we were just another user, end quote. Investigators quickly realized the site ran more like a business with an org chart, if you will, where there were several senior administrators who took charge of individual boards, which were each grouped into different categories. Things such as boys, girls, hardcore, specialties, things like that. The user account Argos compromised happened to be of VIP status within this site. So when they arrested this dude, they infiltrated his account and they've now gained access to one of the quote unquote hierarchy sites sites, like boards within this form. Within this website, users would have to upload material to the site at least every 30 days or their accounts would be shut down by senior admins. Argos learned that every single one of the 45,000 plus users. Yes, 45,000 plus users were ranked according to the quality of their output. At the top was a producer's area which was walled off for all users, except for the ones with the most celebrated and acclaimed child rape content. I know. I know. Like we're over here watching the CMAs on the best film and they're literally doing the exact same thing, but it has to- It's like a whole ring. It's it's regarding child exploitation content. Best production, best live dramatic scene. I mean, it's disgusting. It's, there's some evil fucking people in this world. Now, the producers were members who abused children on demand and posted this footage or videos or photos, what have you, at least every two weeks. That was the requirement to be a quote unquote producer within this site
0: if you could see my face right now I know
1: I can feel it, <laughs> it it's is disgusting disgusting i don't i don't oh my i don't have a, sometimes when we talk about this stuff Megan, like God, I, I feel know, like, bad that I don't have words to give to our listeners, but sometimes when I read this shit, I'm just like, "Huh? Uh, I, I don't have any words. Like, I don't know what to say. I to don't that. you
0: See my face too. I don't. My face is literally like curdled
1: milk. So right for now. you to, that's a good example, curdled milk. But like, I. Yeah, I I don't have words. I, I really don't have words. And this goes even sicker and deeper because the people on these sites had to prove that the original material, like the material was original. So producers would have to display their handle name or username on notes without like throughout. The video or the image there would have to be some type of identifying mark relating to their username their handle name and or a specified prop that was given within the site like I have no idea if this is accurate I'm making this shit up but like you need to have a Clorox wipe bottle on the table like I have no idea if that's accurate accurate so don't Jump down my throat, but you get what I'm saying, right? So I have to have these like special images to basically ensure that they're not being infiltrated, that it's original content, they're actually making it. This site became one of the biggest of its kind with more than 360,000 posts with over 90,000 fucking topics. I don't understand the topics. Like, I maybe, if I sat here and racked my brain, could come up with maybe 10 of some some weird fucking shit topics that they would talk about, but 90,000 fucking topics? What the hell are we posting about? You know that has to be everything from... Animal, I bestiality know, shit. Uh, uh. I know. Are you glad we had strong margaritas <laughs> before today's episode? Because so, this is a rough one. Yeah, my Jesus Christ. Well, I know. I'm sorry. But it's out there. And this is what happens. These are sites that exist. So... Members who were promoted within this original form were allowed access, like I said, to a VIP section where graphic images of abuse, that most often would be even worse, uh, were specialized and held within a vault, if you will.
0: Yeah, so they had a, I'm assuming they had to pay more to access VIP
1: I think to get to the VIP status on this particular website was all within the type of content you were sharing, content you were quote unquote creating. That's disgusting. That's where you're getting the, in this aspect with this, what I've gathered from this bust and all the bust Argos does, some of these websites are You get the credibility and the acclaim when you're sharing content you have created. Fresh, new take on how to rape a five-year-old. Like no,
0: no. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So these sites...
0: Disgusting, vile... Yeah,
1: and then uh, they rank them. Horrible ways that you are abusing a person. Correct. And then they rank them by this. So... One star for you, three stars for you, five stars for you because you did X, Y, and Z. I mean, it's disgusting. Like, I'm not going to sit here and convey some of the shit I've read because it's hard enough for me to fucking read it. Like, I'm not putting that out on someone else. You want to know? You go read the research and see what some of these sick, twisted motherfuckers have said that they have posted about what they have videotaped on these children and they're posting on these forums. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. I have no words for it. So I'm not giving them a platform to talk about. It's just some evil fucking shit.
0: So quote unquote, only the best of the best can access the best of the best. And they have access. Argos
1: does now to the best of the best. So at this point, Argos has arrested a man who was a part of this site that they were unaware of and he had VIP access. Now, okay. that doesn't make, I don't know, all of the hierarchy within this particular site. So I'm assuming here, and you know what they say about when you assume, it's an ass out of me and you. So take that for what it is. He,
0: they probably have very I think he teams. had
1: access to a lot more than the general quote-unquote public on the site. Okay. But in order to get to some of these quote-unquote VIP statuses, You have to be a producer, meaning you have to produce your own fucking material, meaning you aren't sharing someone else raping a child. It's you actually raping that child. So it's a scorecard game. I don't know how else to explain it. It's a horrible aspect. It's I know this is not a Monopoly game like I get that. That's just in Okay, their I just sick wanted everyone to know
0: that like they didn't just like automatically gain a- like they had somebody to help them gain access. They I'm arrested playing, a man. Because
1: I know they were gonna get into some controversies here, so I just wanted to make yeah, that clear. So they arrested the they arrested a man and after arresting him and doing a search through all of his shit, realized he was a part of a form they had never heard of. Okay. And once they discovered that, they also learned he was a member of the quote-unquote VIP club, which gave them additional access than a general quote-unquote member would be, right? So what'd they do with that? From that, all of this material, like I said, for the VIP members would be... The VIP member section, if you will, was a lot more graphic images, a lot more specialized just whatever, a bunch of disgusting shit, and it was housed in a vault. So Task Force Argos starts creating a whiteboard of what they have dubbed as their most wanted from this list or from this forum. All of the users they have discovered, right? Argos started investigating everything about these users, everything regarding the content they shared, The details in the backgrounds of the images, like curtains, carpets, I mean everything. They're investigating anything that will contribute to the attributes of the child's identity, the whereabouts, who else could be in the videos or the images, how these users are speaking and interacting to each other on the forums the slang i mean everything they're they're looking at any indicators that would lead to where these people live who these individuals are everything they can to, to help bring them to just yes bring them to justice yeah. and now at the top of this list they have a man named that they have dubbed effectively quote unquote the ceo what Argos soon realized was the CEO of this site almost always started his conversations out with a greeting, Hyas. Now, through weeks of investigation and researching, Argos was able to track down the notorious CEO, Hyas user through other online forms where he used similar email addresses and email names, and then he would also use similar greetings. And the needle in the haystack that investigators needed for this investigation was when the CEO made a minor mistake on one of these email addresses. He failed to secure the IP Address site, a bunch of bullshit. I don't know anything <laughs> fucking about. But he he is a techie, he made IT dude, shit. and he he dumb fucked up a aaron. He forgot to do whatever, what have you, with securing and bouncing some IP addresses, leading Argos to find out his identity and basically like where he was located, and this led. Them to track down this quote unquote CEO of this unnamed website we know nothing about to 32 year old (laughs) named Australian man named Shannon McCool. I'm sorry. Why does he gotta be Shannon? And why does he gotta be McCool? God damn it, Shannon.
0: This is McCool. why we don't have nice things, Shannon.
1: I know. First of all, it's always the fucking last names. I told you this. Well, I also, I
0: know a lot of Shannons.
1: I don't know very many Shannons. I know a lot of
0: Shannons, and that's the only one that's a horrible, vile person. So, you know, we've Man.
1: got... <laughs> Annie fucking spells it the same damn way I do. The only male McCool. Shannon I have ever McFly. met...
0: Migona i was
1: thinking mick fuck it well, i was thinking earlier his name's mick mick cool so i was like mick mick Doug. fuck mick like fuck you mick all fuck the off. way
0: to mcdonald's
1: mick fucking madagascar
0: <laughs> i don't know mick but fuck why a kangaroo and hope it beats your ass in australia <laughs>
1: Why does this name have to be Shannon? I mean, I'm a cool ass bitch. Like, why? But but what really got me, Megan, was what did we just say in one of the last episodes we did? It's the freaking last it's names. The names. And it's last savage, McCool, McFuck you. Yeah, McFuck off. Like yeah. fucking kick rocks, bro. For real. Yeah. Yes. So McCool. Shannon McCool is a man who' spent years working in child care traveling reading
0: ahead anyways yes you do (laughs)
1: because shannon mccool was a man who spent years working in child care traveling and exploiting children around the world oh my god for the next six months task force argos managed to keep shannon mccool's arrest under wraps so they (gasps) task force argos the group designed to protect children from online predators could take over this site as the CEO and what they say was an attempt to capture more predators.
0: Ah, I have questions a lot. Give them to me. Okay. So now they're the CEO. Mm -hmm. Don't they have to keep creating content in order to maintain that? Dad?
1: no one has ever actually spoken about this but that is a question i myself have like, asked many they, times
0: how did they do that unless they were already using content that he hadn't shared before but that's still considered... i mean i don't
1: know i i i i don't even have any idea do we even but megan know? because that is put
0: him away though that's
1: that is a question I have asked while researching this case for sure is if a lot of these sites require you, and I get into this later on, but if a lot of these sites require you to upload fresh, quote unquote, fresh new material, how 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 are how is Task either Force that Argos or that guy had that exactly? a lot of fresh material. Which that I could I could I could maybe Maybe work around that with some with some some stipulations. I got stipulations on that, but we will get into all of that as we okay. move on. But they run this site of McCool's, and once McCool's identity was established, South Australian detectives went into his Adelaide, Adelaide. Sorry for all you Australian folks. I I have no idea how you say that, but I think it's Adelaide. Anyways, he lived there and they discovered that, I mean, they just basically got a bunch of evidence that locked in McCool's fate. McCool had metadata on a camera, which was filled with child exploitation content. And through hours of the research from the content that was already on the forms and what he had been saying, investigators were able to match McCool's Finger to one they discovered in images of child exploitation content. Now I've read that like they were able to match like this freckle that he had to one they had seen in child exploitation content. McCool's victims have been aged, ranged. No, yeah, no, I don't want to know. know. I don't want to know. The listeners need to know. It is been reported that he has victimized children as young as 18 months to three five years old one of them was even disabled so he's a real fucking, fucking shit yeah he's a real douche canoe for sure after six months of gathering information on the 45 plus thousand users and images, contents, all of that reviewing, detectives would end up rescuing 85 children from further exploitation and abuse. They made hundreds of arrests around the world, including that of Richard Huckle, who has now been dubbed Britain's worst ever child pedophile. Task Force Argos would then go on in 2016 to conduct Operation Artemis, where they assumed the identity of Child's Play founder and creator, James Faulkner. Wait, what? Mm Mm-hmm. So we are now moving on to another. They, They did the operation of the unnamed... Website that we were talking about earlier. So now
0: they're going and on. And now in
1: 2016, they are um, working under Operation Artemis, where they are have basically assumed the identity of Child's Play founder and creator James Faulkner. Child's Play was an online child exploitation dark website page that you could share your content. Now... Creator James Faulkner was arrested. They took... So Task Force Argos takes over Child's Play after James Faulkner was arrested for the rape of a four-year-old little girl in Virginia, which sadly was also conducted alongside another man from America named Patrick Faulty. Now, this poor... Innocent little four-year-old girl was offered to these sick dudes by her own sick and twisted fucking father. Task Force Argos, along with European police and homeland Security, had been investigating Faulkner and Faulty before the rape in Virginia. When they received an alert that Faulkner had crossed the border, likely to meet his sick, twisted, pedo-perp friend, no, Patrick Faulkner. let's not call him a
0: friend. Let's call him a dad.
1: Well, Patrick Faulkner is not. These two are friends. They're going to meet the dad. So there's three dudes involved. These two are friends. Little four-year-old girl's dad is coordinating this. Now, Faulkner crosses the border meets with his twisted pedo perp friend, Patrick Faulty, But for whatever fucking reason, investigators did not stop the rape of this child, even though they had already been fucking investigating these two. They let the rape happen, and then it was four days later that they arrested these two. At that point, Child's Play, I'm sorry, back up. Child's Play was created in April of 2016 by Faulkner as a way to safely share their online creations of rape videos and exploitation images of children. Following his arrest, the Child's Play website was then moved to an Australian server, allowing Task Force Argos to assume the identity of Faulkner, who went by the username Warhead. The forum's community expected a monthly post from Faulkner. Each post was to end with an image of child exploitation, a measure Faulkner thought would create a legal hurdle for undercover police, but no such hurdle exists because... In Australia, it's legal for police to post abuse material, which is why they moved this site to Australia. Now, if this post from the CEO, a.k.a. Faulkner, did not come, members would then know that the site was compromised. For 11 months, police assumed the identity of Faulkner Maintaining this status quo, posting images of child exploitation.
0: Oh my God.
1: Tell me that's not wild. I know it's a heavy one. I should have warned you. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I know it's hard. Faulkner later told reporters... I had to laugh at this. It's so stupid. He said, you can't exist... within these communities without knowing that you are under heavy scrutiny oh, by law Lord. enforcement the higher you get in the communities the more you know that you are being watched we took great many we took a great many steps to counteract these measures which worked for the most part but did they Thank
0: you, thank you. But did they, bro? Did they?
1: But fucking did they? Because
0: it it's like a double edged sword for the law enforcement because they're like, okay, well we gotta play along, but like we also gotta be like, oh, do you know? And I bet these paranoid fucks are always are already paranoid fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think that anybody that's subscribing to them is a fucking law enforcement
1: maybe Which, i mean i don't know i would be but i'm not a criminal like that i would be no i bet out. they're all paranoid i, I have out.
0: no doubt that they're all paranoid because they all know that this is fucking wrong this
1: is fucking wrong well i think you have a lot to say when you uh, are saying that because he I mean he even says that faulkner even says like
0: and that just what does he me say you can't ex- paranoid
1: yeah, he literally says you can't exist within these communities without knowing that you are under heavy heavy scrutiny by law enforcement. I would add that you are under heavy, heavy scrutiny by like loud ass bitches like me. Hey, motherfucker! Like the fuck you hey, doing, you're raping children, stupid
0: ass bitch?
1: No yeah, I ain't fuck with you. You stupid ass bitch! I ain't fucking
0: with you. Anyways, sorry. I got a little. Oh,
1: crunk okay there. so yes we ain't fucking with these motherfuckers i i will gladly go to jail take it down a predator like if i went to jail for the rest of my life knowing yeah. i took down a child i feel like yeah. i would be getting extra but I mean, top honestly, ramen packets. i would
0: not be i would not also be exploiting on my way there but no. like kudos to you yeah guess. So.
1: but think about that if you in jail in america and like people are like hey hey megan what you in jail for and you're like oh i took down this pedophile who raped children be like you got my extra tap ramen Yay. chicken beef flavor <laughs> give me some <laughs> of that
0: cosmo brownie you got up in there in your commissary there's my five dollar
1: <laughs> commissary charge you smoke
0: you smoke You You want some Marlboro
1: Lats? I don't smoke, but I'll take them. Shit, that's so fucked up. (laughs) So after all of this 11 months, like we were talking about, Faulkner is saying that, you know, you have to run, you run this risk basically being in this industry. Well, that risk kind of came at a price because on the evening of January 4th, 2017, VG Computer Expert Einhar Otto S. Skandik. That that guy, he had been tracking these... Siri knows that one. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) You can't hear that, but we did. I I just kept talking. So, he is... Einhar is able to... He's been tracking some of these dark form sites. And... He doesn't realize he's tracking Faulkner, but he's trying he's tracking Faulkner at this point, like trying to figure out who he is. And on January 4th, 2017, Einhar tries a new tactic to ID these people on this form. He's looking into the software and he finds the weakness. A weakness which was able to have the server, reveal its own IP address. After doing this, he learned that the IP address was located in Sydney, Australia, and owned by the Digital Pacific Web Hosting Company. And from there, he learned that Task Force Argos was leasing this IP address And holding and hosting and sharing child exploitation content. There's a lot. Hunting Morehead's a great, great podcast. Um, I think it was actually, might have been a CBS special. I didn't watch that, but I definitely listened to the podcast, which is when I first heard about this. And they they really go into all of the nitty gritty of how Einhar got he basically was tracking this dark website and stumbles upon finding the ip address but once he does that he's like wait a minute that's the police why are the police running owning and like manually doing the server what am i trying to say like Working the server, if you will. They're the ones operating the site. Why are they
0: storing this information on their servers? They're
1: not only doing that, but they're also managing this site. Like, he comes across this server that's a child exploitation site that's run by the police force. So he's like, wait a minute, what the fuck? So he approaches them. It's a really, there's a a whole lot that goes into it. I don't want to get too much into all of that because... It We will be here forever to, like, dive into all of that. But that's basically what it is. He starts, by like, going in about how is this, this is a violation of human rights. You know what I mean? Like, that whole... So, yeah. Anyway, so he finds that this IP address, which is located in Sydney, Australia, is owned by Digital Pacific Web Hosting Company, and they have now leased it out to Task Force Argos, which basically means he stumbled upon the government's covert operation Operation. that's supposed to be under the dark web.
0: Should I release this to the public or should I keep it under wraps? You're
1: now exposing a quote-unquote dark web covert operation. So... This is where a lot of the controversy that we're really kind of focused around on this episode talking about Project Argos is about. Like, there are several groups that are back and forth on how they feel regarding what Project Argos is doing. You have child protection advocacy advocacy group Bravehearts, which says the tactic poses difficult questions for. Police. Hetty Johnson is the executive chair and founder of Bravehearts is supportive of the Argos methodology saying quote, I think it's a tough question for everyone involved. And I know it's a tough question for police. But I support this 100% because the images the police would use would not be images they are creating, they would be existing images. And the idea is to get the people who are currently sexually offending children, sexually offending against children. She goes on to say, this is war and we have to engage in war. We have to engage in it. She goes on to say that the work with task force Argos and moreover that of inspector john rouse as being an absolute genius Mm. he should be australian Mm. of the year what he has to do what he has to view would send any of us stark raving mad child's play was one of the largest sites to date that has been taken down with over 1 million users all over the world and thousands and thousands of pure evil content on to children. Like just pure evil content cast on to children. So the whole aspect of Task Force Argos is... They are designed to take down child exploitation sites. They are designed to take down these online predators, these sick, twisted individuals that fight to abuse children or that, that don't fight. That Well, I mean, I guess they do fight, but you know what I mean. Like they're working to exploit children and, and Argos' whole job is to take that down, yet there have been numerous times that they have found themselves being in charge and running these very sites and what you were asking earlier i have asked the same question several of these sites have rules and stipulations that you yeah, have to upload have to keep new fresh content well where's the queensland argos police task force getting fresh new content from the only thing i i, don't I know I have a lot of mixed feelings on this. I am, first and foremost, if you have content and a survivor is identified in that content, first and foremost, it goes back to that person. Do they allow you? Are they providing to you? Mm-hmm, their are photos. they giving you the permission to share their content to capture other people? Because if they're down with it, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay, but, but if you can't I- identify... If it's a fucking child... Now, again, but here's the problem with that. Some of those children age out. They end up becoming adults. But this is where you get the gray line. What if you don't know the child? What if you right. can't but identify also, the child?
0: How much other exploitative material has that perpetrator that you're impersonating already have in their back burner? And they're like, oh, I have... like. I'm gonna use our podcast as an example. Like we have back backlog, right? So what makes you think that they don't have backlog
1: of content? Of content? Oh, totally. But what I'm saying is, like, they want like or, some of these sites. You have to put a certain image, or you it's have AI. To, not back then. Well, not right back now, then. I Well, in today's terms, sure. But we're talking right now, the last one was in 2017. I mean, maybe, maybe. But my, okay, but let's say that's not the avenue. Let's, let's, I can get you. I'm with you on the AI. I can, we're going in that direction. It could be. Which, God, if that, if we're going to generate content, I don't know, that's a whole other basket of chaos that I don't even want to get into (laughs) right now on AI-generated child exploitation content. But... I don't believe this stuff is AI generated, but what I can say is several of these sites have been you have to upload content where you have to showcase your username in the film. Or this week, I mean I'm making this shit up obviously because I'm not on these dark site forms, but when they talk about you have to have a specific item in the ta- in the film, I'm thinking okay, they want a Mountain Dew placed in the most center-left place on a nightstand. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. Mm -hmm. So, okay, say Task Force Argos takes over these sites. Are you coming up with what we're supposed to be putting on these, like, pages? How are you creating, coming up with new, fresh content? I'm not Unfortunately, okay. Unfortunately, I think that they have them
0: in custody, and they're like, "Hey, you give us content, if I'll lessen they, your
1: sentence." If they already have the content that is already created, and the victims and survivors are okay with it being shared, I am. That is on you. If that is your video and you being exploited and you are okay with that being shared, then I am behind you and I support you, sister, brother, whoever the hell you are. Like power to the people, like you do you. If you don't want that shared, again, power to you. Like that is your choice. That is your call. But if it has to be new, fresh content, where the fuck are we getting this? And that goes back to. Are you my staging little, this?
0: Are you... That goes back
1: to my little Latin quis costados, ipsos costados, and I totally screwed that up this time. But that goes back to who's policing the police? Who is guarding the Nobody. guards themselves? Nobody is. If we're allowing the people. investigators to post shit of child's children being exploited, like that's where I have my question. I have a lot of questions around this
0: well you did say i mean we're gonna be do you want to tell people that i guess not yeah what we're gonna be
1: doing a series no yeah so well yes so because of so we're gonna be diving
0: deeper into this Mm -hmm. so if you have your opinions
1: tell us definitely we'll have the whole little q a Mm -hmm. thing or what you want to tell us about this thing for sure this episode for sure but yeah, I mean, there's just, when researching this case, there were a lot of sick, twisted pedophiles that came up and some of the shit that they did, I was just like, what? I don't, I don't want to give them a platform to talk about it, but at the same time, I want to because I need people to realize that some of these people within Task Force Argos and who they've taken down are your your family friend who you see three or four times a year and you spent childhoods vacationing together and 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 little James Faulkner is a yeah James is a great guy and we love him so much but I always did find it weird that he wanted to give my kids a bath well guess what he's effing raping your children like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so yes we are gonna do a little series about it but this whole episode is just—I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of emotions, feelings, I should say, on how we handle the takedown of these sites. I think it's a goes back to it's their body, their choice. Like, I don't want to use that as like a blanketed statement. Yeah, but, but it makes sense if but you also, have like, identified. divide between law and like your body your choice yeah
0: we've been fighting
1: for that for a long time Uh, so totally but my thing i look at it as is if you have identified some of these children within these videos that you are resharing if they are okay with it i don't that's their body that's their choice and if they feel that's going to help capture i understand where they're going with it the we're going to share this content to get get more people bring them down like i understand the aspect of it i don't think it's necessarily right if you're sharing content without the consent and approval of the victims Mm
0: -hmm. and if you don't know the victims too like you don't know if they're alive or
1: dead or but then again i sit here and factor on the well are they if they do that are they sharing that content because it's i don't know quote unquote new material which will get them the hey we made the next quota for the next month like we may not know this person but We've now gained ourselves an additional 30 days to investigate this site. Like, I mean, I can understand where they're coming with some of this. But I do question the aspect of who is guarding the guards themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. they are tasked with protecting us, but who is guarding them? Who is protecting them and watching over what they're doing? So, I don't know. I mean... Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Like, do you think it's okay for the government to share already shared online exploitation content? But also how much discrepancy are we giving on, given on are you, what about these sites where it has to be new, fresh material and that you're running them? Mm -hmm. Where are you getting that material from? Right. I don't know. I don't know i mean i mean
0: i may need to do some more research on it because like i I just don't i don't know if it's right in general because like you're still providing exploitation material to these pedophiles and or rapists and human traffickers like you're still providing that material to them doesn't matter if you have consent like those people may keep be consenting without having gone through proper like trauma therapy and but they don't realize the implications of you doing that long term and even if you still have that backlog of material and you're just saying like oh i don't we don't actually know the identity of this person until it's released but what if they do
1: and they're yeah. still releasing it and they're not telling the people that they know that was my question is like i know how some government agencies are and i'm like are you aware of who the identity is of some of these people and you have not even confirmed with them that it's okay and you're just sharing it and now you are further victimizing this person i mean i i i don't know i don't know if this is a right or wrong answer i do I will sit here. I will tell you, it's not an answer I think a lot of people are going to want to hear, but I can see both sides. Mm -hmm. I can understand what you're saying on infiltrating sites and keeping up with the status quo and sharing the images. I start having questions when... These sites have rules and regulations that it has to be certain material with certain images. There has to be certain setups within the scene. Okay, well, then are you creating that? Now I have a problem. Are these adult, like, who's, surely, hopefully, fucking hopefully, our government is not forcing underage children to do this. But where are you getting the content to post to keep up with the status quo? Mm. That's where I start having questions. I also start having questions in, do these victims and survivors know? Right, exactly. Are they getting compensated? No. Because guess what? You're a sanctioned fucking police force. I mean, I don't know how Australia works, but like if Australia's... Task Force Argos is a part of their Queensland Police Department. Your taxes, somebody's paying for that. So what what are we, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, if you're paying for that on some aspect, then you should compensate these victims if you know who they are. Mm -hmm. They should be compensated in the fact that you're sharing their freaking images of being raped and tortured and abused. Like, I don't know. It's a weird... Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough... I know. I know. I should (laughs) have... It was super tough. I don't think I warned you you full force on... Well, I didn't think we were going to go, like, deep into some of them, you know? we mean, we didn't, but... Yeah. That's really the whole task force Argos... I mean, like I said earlier, the whole debate around them is really like, is this a violation of human rights? Is it right for police to share images that have already been created on the dark website to entice and capture online child predators? Um, I mean, it's. Like I said earlier, do the victims know about this? Is this something that they have a choice in? So, yeah, that's really Task Force Argos. I, I don't know. I mean, you tell us if you think it's yeah. morally or ethically right. I mean, I, I'm 50-50 on it. I could go either I'm way. i like 75-25, but yeah. I have some questions. I feel like where I'm at right now, I can see where they're going with their idea and thought process with it. But I got some questions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm going to say 50-50, but maybe it's a little more 60-40. 60/40. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I think I'm still 75-25. I don't know. I just feel like that they shouldn't be sharing more of that stuff to the world. Even if it is to take down a predator?
1: Well, even for this one, would they have even stopped if it wasn't for the fact that the journalist discovered them?
0: No, I don't think so. Like, that's
1: the thing I wonder. Like, oh, do you have a site right now that you're working on that we just don't know about? Because no investigative journalist has discovered? Right, exactly. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, y'all tell us what you think about... Task Force Argos, and I think the next several episodes we have are going to be around some criminals related to Task Force Argos operations and their arrests. But Megan, if you want to take it away. yep. First, we have Renee Aiken, who was five years old when she was
0: last seen on February 16th, 1984 in Aruma, North South Wales, Australia. Renee's is described... As a white female with blonde hair and blue eyes, she was approximately 91 centimeters when she went missing. Renee was last seen by her mother when she was putting Renee to sleep. It is believed Renee was abducted from her room in the early morning hours of February 17, 1984 by an unknown individual. Anyone with information is asked to call the Crime Stoppers at 1-800-333-000. Next, we have Revel Balmain, who was 22 years old when she was last seen on November 5, 1994, in Kingsford, Australia. Revel is described as a white female with blonde hair and blue eyes. She was approximately 170 centimeters when she went missing. Revels believed to have been in the company of a man on the night she disappeared. Anyone, th- anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at There is an $1,000,000 reward for her return. Last, we have Alvin Getup, who was 32 years years old when he was last seen on November 1st, 1998 in Perth, Australia. Alvin is described as as an indigenous male with black hair and brown eyes. He was approximately 170 centimeters tall, when he went missing alvin was last seen sitting in weld square park on the corner of Beaufort and newcastle north perth western australia anyone with information is asked to call the crime stoppers at 800 333 0000
1: that was uh thank you megan for that, that I appreciate it. that was rough but i appreciate you for that and Until next week, true crime friends, I will remain loud, bold, and out there with all I do. And you fine folks, please stay vigilant, be aware, and remember that the world needs now is love, not hate. Let's make this world a better place.
0: I agree. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe to us. We are also now on Patreon. We will be having some updated things. Yes hopefully and i just be throwing weeks. that
1: shit out there but am, yes we are we're doing wish she's manifesting it, into- <laughs> it we're doing it we're fucking yeah. doing it bitch yeah yeah well that is all we got until next week guys y'all be good and we will be back with another episode
0: goodbye